It is Friday, everybody. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I did not post a single episode this week. I'm so busy. Uh, I've come to the conclusion that I am not going to do this top three, top four, top ten thing. Uh, I'll probably like a bonus episode down the line, but for right now, I'm not going to do that. I don't have time to, do, to look into this type of thing and to research. So, uh, other than quick researching, uh, I'm just going to go over quick topics. I just, I'll just do updates during the week, and then Fridays will be my rant days. Um, and I just... I just think those are like more bonus episodes if I'm going to do something like that. Um, so since today's a rant Friday and I'm going to do, I'm going to combine Monday and Friday together and talk about some current events that are going on and then uh, I'll get into it. So one thing I would say is NFL news has been, has been off, it's been off the chain because NFL season starting in a couple of weeks. Uh, preseason has already started. So Patriots, of course, uh, are going to be in the in the in the mix for some type of news, uh, especially recently since Tom Brady's age has been coming up uh, a little more. His show's been on. Uh, his show was just on Facebook about a year or two years ago. Uh, so there's been some type of uh, controversies with the Patriots and him not getting along with Belichick. I feel that from what I'm looking at, I just feel like there's more. There's not. I don't think there's much drama. I think we make it out more than what it is, but uh, I feel like Belichick has this timeline of trying to get, uh, you know, a six, you know, another quarterback into the position. And I think Brady has his own other timeline to himself. I do think they have talked uh, about maybe moving forward, maybe leaving, yada yada. yada. Um, there was a year, one year. It's the contract's strange because it's a one-year extension, but it's a two-year deal. So I'm not sure. I mean, it's up to him. I think he's a free agent next year, but it, it doesn't make any sense. I think it's more of an opt-in. So I don't know if it's just more of a, how competitive he is this year and then kind of it's up to them to decide if they can go another year. I'm not certain. Uh, I, I haven't really read into the, the, the details of the – plus ESPN didn't really go over the details anyways. But um, but it was more of a Tom Brady putting his house on for sale. So I don't know if it's got chess match going on between the two. Uh, but Belichick has a – I mean, I understand Belichick's point. You know, he always tends to move off players before they break down and fall apart. He doesn't like to rebuild, do a free, full rebuild. He likes to just keep going with the same. Uh, he likes to kind of just rebuild in the moment, make a quick adjustment, and then move on. Uh, he, he's he's got some quarterbacks in the past. Um, not necessarily. Uh, I mean, I was sold on on Brissett and uh, um, Jimmy, and but uh, even though Jimmy hasn't played a full season uh, since never. And uh, he's only gotten, what, 10 for like, He hasn't gotten much play time due to his injuries. And Brissett was always a good second-string quarterback. But uh, we got rid of those guys, and we're kind of starting from scratch. So, so I think Belichick uh, wants to just get this thing going here with a new quarterback coming in and win another one without Tom and, and his career. That's what I'm thinking. Tom wants to play till he's 45. I'm not certain that's going to be a very healthy move or it's going to happen. He's 42, 43. Um, I mean, he saw some time left, but you kind of noticed uh, he kind of fell off just a tad during the playoffs. So um, we'll see if, if he can he can pull this year off and uh, kind of keep it going. Belichick's really gotten the defense is really, really, really strong right now. So we'll see if he can keep it going. Uh, just kind of just wondering how they're going to go forward with Brady and Belichick. But I feel like they've already talked already, and they're kind of already set things out, planned between both of them. And both of them are just on a two different timelines, and they're kind of just, eh, well, I want to do it this way. No, I want to do it this way. So 
they're kind of just hitting hitting missing here. I don't know. He could Tom could go to another team and just play for them, uh, end his year there. But I, I don't know. If I I would never go on another team. I would just I, you know I stayed my whole years with the Patriots. I ended how I want to end it, and that's it. I I just you go to another team. You're going to go to another organization. You don't know how their team's going to play. Their offense. If you're going to make go to that team, make make sure you go to the right one. Uh, but who knows? Uh, so that said, um, Mello was in the news again. <sighs> Mello's killing me, man. I was, I know I said I was done with Mello on Friday, but I was like, I gotta do it. Uh, still in the conversations of trying to get back in the NBA. That that was driving me nuts. Uh, uh, Mello, just go to China, stay there, and make some money. I think he, he's, ah, dude. It's like, it's something he talks on this interview, and he, it does a good interview. Not saying he doesn't. But it's something you talk to a counselor about. Don't fucking talk on a national television show with Stephen A. Smith as your counselor. You know, it was just strange. It's a very strange interview. Um, he did talk about some more stuff about, you know, him trying to do these highlight videos. He's trying. He's calling the Clippers and Lakers, and it's just a fucking mess. Um, I do think that uh, Jason Kidd did get an interview. I uh, did do an interview recently. I like Jason. Uh, he's had a troubled past on off the court, but... Um, he did say, you know, hey, don't count the Lakers out. I mean, look, you know, we're going to bring it to the table, which is true. I mean, if you think about it, you got LeBron, you got Anthony Davis, who's super hungry, you got Kyle Kuzma. Now we don't have those, you know, airheads on the team anymore. Um, and I think the culture is going to be built pretty good. I think you got a lot of veteran players that actually want to win and want to play there and are not, you know, all into their social media and their bull crap on and off the court. Um, if you look at the the roster last year, and there's a bunch of boneheads on that team. No offense to Ball. No offense to uh, Josh Hart. I like Josh, but you can tell he's too young and he's trying to figure it out. Um, and, and Ingram. Ingram's just like, I, w- I want the ball all the time. Okay, go ahead. And he goes and loses the ball. And you can just tell, like, none of these guys uh, feed into want to win. They just want to do what's better for them and their stats. Um, and, and Ball just came with so much drama. They're all oh, Ball's going to do good. And then I see him, you know, I saw his last episode of his show, and I was just like, dude, that is, you totally explained a whole different story on LeBron's TV show, and then went on your own show, like, we're not going to watch it. And then went on his own show, the ball for fan, whatever, and then did, did complete opposite what he said he did in LeBron's show. If you look at it, he says, oh, I talk like a man, and shut up, and you hear it. And then you watch, you look at his body language, and the way he's talking, Dude, he's talking like he's nervous. Like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I'm kind of like, he's not saying, oh, you need to shut up. I'm doing this way. He didn't talk like that. He said it in a very, very scared manner. So I, the, the, what he says in that LeBron shot just threw out, I was like, oh, my God. Is that even what he said? Unless he did, like, four takes of it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I came out strong this, this round. And the second round, I just kind of was reading my lines. It was just like you could tell he was nervous talking about it. It was just strange. Does not even make sense. Like what he said in LeBron show was like, I confronted my dad and told him to shut up. I want to talk now, like like a man should. And this guy, the way he's talking about, it, it's like a boy, it's like an eighteen year old kid that has nothing, doesn't know what he's doing. So I don't know. I, I just was so sick and tired of like, oh my god, this show. It's just uh, I don't know. He came with too much baggage. The, the, the time he was on the court, he looked he looked very passive. I was so sick and tired of this team at this point and their 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 aggression. It just I was over it, and the fact that they have a new team now, and it looks like they're more pushing more towards moving forward and getting stronger, is is a great great sight to see. I'm, you know, the Clippers are just oh they're they're locked in. It's like 
okay, why are we locking this team in? I don't get it. Paul Torres is not even a top five player. He's come back from, he's had, what, three or four injuries already. Uh, Kawhi has come back. His ego's gotten worse, as you can tell. Um, and he's in a new system. He doesn't play full full seasons. I mean, it's like, I can name a hundred things. Doc Rivers hasn't proved to me at all he's a good coach. He's an okay coach. Not a great coach. I think we put him in the top tiers. He's not a top tier coach. Name me other name me another championship he's had. Then the what two thousand what two thousand eight, and Alex KG and Rayon, all those guys. So, and and then his own players kind of take a little shot at him a little bit if you look at it. Uh, I don't take big babies at account. Cause big babies on what all loaded on drugs. Uh, when he was talking on the couch with Colin Coward, um, and so. That so that's it. I mean, uh, the Jason Kidd interview was pretty good. If you want to look it up, YouTube it. It's, it's fantastic. He kind of gives a like. No, no, let's not count Anthony Davis out. Let's let's keep let's keep this Laker um, lore going. Like, what are we doing here? So I think he's, we're counting them out. We shouldn't count them out. They're good, and I think they'll be better. And I've seen their videos, their practices. They look fantastic. So and they all look like they're. I mean, Demarcus Cousins jacking threes up with sandals on as Muhammad. Pretty cool. Um, Antonio Antonio Brown. This is the Raiders. This is the mess the Raiders are in. Antonio Brown goes into what is it, a cryo freezing, whatever. It's supposed to help your body out. <laughs> Barefooted. Why would you go? That shows your awareness in life. Dude, you're supposed to wear shoes or something to cover your feet. He had frostbite on his feet. Like, how stupid are you? That just shows you Antonio Brown's awareness in life. He's not he no Raiders have not even heard from him since from his last interview. He hasn't even shown up. I mean, he's probably stupid, but he went in there with no shoes on, buddy. You're gonna jack your feet up. His feet look terrible, terrible. He's supposed to play big time this year. This is a this is a big time player, and he does something stupid. I don't know. I I haven't remembered the last stupid player. Oh yeah, the guy that blew his finger off. With the fireworks. I forgot the guy's name, and I forgot what team he's on. But I remember clearly his finger getting blown off. I think it was on the Giants, I think. Finger blown off during 4th of July. Now, how stupid are you? This is awareness of people, man. This is like the awareness of your life and the things around you. Seriously. This is, a, this is why he's not a Steelers anymore. And this is why he probably will have a hard season next year. Because people don't... People don't think when they make choices. Same goes with Durant. And same goes with Antonio Brown. Two same thing type of players. Same same people. So it's just it's just hilarious that uh he's nowhere to be seen. I mean Kirk Gruden's interview is like, oh my god, I don't know where the fuck he's at. Um Hard Knocks was great. Didn't show much Drake Gruden yet, but it was great. I mean it, it, you can just tell this it's gonna be a shit show this season, but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. The Browns look great, but I mean, it's preseason, so I can't even get started with the preseason just yet. But the other news is the Browns look pretty good. They're, they're running back that was living in this car uh, trying to get a, a tryout. Got a, I mean, dude, he got his tryout. He impressed me a lot. I like stories like that. So uh, I like guys that live in a car eating tuna, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, barely could, barely, you know, could make it, living off two bucks. And have a good Rudy type story, um, and uh, can have a solid uh, preseason like that. So, 
uh, you got Antonio Brown doesn't have a good self-awareness, and you got a guy that has good self-awareness that's going out there, debuting his talent, not a sh- not afraid for the limelight, and looks like a good team player. Looks like he loves his team. Looks like he loves being around people. So you can just tell that uh, this this Browns team is gonna gonna hit you pretty hard. I think I, if you're a fantasy football lover, then you're gonna love this team. They're gonna have some ups and downs, but it's okay. They'll be all right. They'll they'll figure it out. I'm I have my full trust in Baker. I hope he figures it out because it's gonna be a hard season for him. And uh, you know we'll, we'll see if he can get it going. Okay, so my rant of the day, Kevin Durant. Why Kevin Durant? Well, I've I've had my issues with Kevin before. I did I did one earlier with Kawhi and Kevin, but I I'm gonna go in on Kevin. Kevin did an interview recently. Uh, why why Brooklyn and and uh, why he left? Technically, kind of didn't really go into too much detail, but he said no, I, I didn't leave because of. Uh, you know, I blew my fucking leg out and my whole body out. But I left because, you know, it was the right decision. I was ready. No, you left because you got emotional and didn't think. I'm not saying Golden State didn't take their, you know, main guy for granted. They did. No, they did. But it's, he has to have the self-awareness to confront those guys and say, hey, dude, come on. What the fuck? Like, I'm sitting here busting my ass, and you guys are talking like I'm just some piece of shit on this fucking toilet paper. Confront it. No, he probably didn't confront it. He went in, said, all right, motherfuckers, all right, I'm going to go to Brooklyn and prove you guys wrong. Instead of just thinking this through, he went with a, ter- he went with a rebuilding organization, worse coach. Not saying that coach is bad, but compared to Steve Kerr, he's worse. And he went with the second-tier player, Kyrie Irving, which you can't trust in an offense or a decision. Not saying he's a bad player; he's really good, but you can't trust him when you know when he you need him the most. You like, keep passing the ball. No, I'm gonna take it. His leadership is questionable. That's Kyrie I'm talking about, and he went from that to you know from Steph Curry, self awareness. Great. I need the word self awareness for the for the day. You got a great organization. You got smart people there. You have Draymond, which is another smart guy. Put up, we'll put up, you know, put up a, put up a big fight for you. And you got Clay Thompson. You can trust to make clutch moment shots. What the fuck do you have in Brooklyn, dude? You went off your emotions like a two year old. Didn't think this through. And said, No, I can win without these guys. I can do it. I can go. I can make my own chapter. Okay. Think, man. He's too busy chasing LeBron and trying to prove everybody that he's the next big thing, and he literally ruined. I, to me, probably shot from the second to from first, maybe mid second player of the, of the NBA to probably five to six now, because of his injury. He played off. He had his own choice, dude. If I, if I know I can't play, I'm not going to play. I could care less if someone tells me something. Because I know I know if I do something, I'm going to think it through before. You know, I'm like, oh, well, they're not living my life. I'm living my own life, right? Um, this is my own body. Instead of just saying, you know what, guys? I need to fuck off. I can't play. What do you want me to do? 
Ignore it. It's your own body. You know what's best for your body. I don't even think Kobe would play with the fucking... Knowing that he might have popped his Achilles tendon. He probably wouldn't play. Kobe would be like, eh, give me give me another couple of weeks. I'm sorry, guys. I can't play. Maybe, I don't know. He probably would, but Kobe wouldn't let somebody just, like, talk him and get him into, like, hey, you're going to play, right, you little bitch? Like, nah, he wouldn't be like, mm-mm. Okay, you shut up. I'm Kobe Bryant. Kevin Durant doesn't have that. He doesn't say, shut up. Let me figure this out. I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Instead, he's so worried about other people's opinions. Fighting with fans, making burner accounts, writing people back, every media member. Why do you care, dude? How much time in a day do you fucking care about someone's opinion? That that must drive him nuts. His counseling bill must be through the roof. I When I was 19, 18 years old, I used to really care what people thought. Really, I did. I cared about my, how I dressed. I cared how I acted. I cared what I liked. And that, that affected my friends. That affected who I was hanging out with. So on and so forth. And then I realized something. Who gives a shit? Now, I'm not going to lie. I care, that, I care at some point. I care at some minimal rate. I guess if we want to make 1 to 10, I'd like a 1 to a 2. But I kind of care a little bit, but not really. I don't care as much as I used to. I don't change my whole life for it. I don't change my whole wardrobe for it. I don't even change my friends for it. I don't care less what people think. Durant is the complete opposite. He cares what people think. If you look at it, he's trying to compete with LeBron. He wants people to see him in a different light. He made a decision of, oh, man, not winning here. And I'm going to go to Golden State Warriors because, you know, they'll they'll consider me a champion at that point. He just didn't think it through. Which, he, I mean, he went to the right place. I'm not saying he didn't, but, he, you know, he cared about perception. That's probably what, what drove him to go there. And then he changes. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to talk shit now. I'm going to go after people. It's like, you have the time of day to do that? Dude, you went there. You make the choice. Make your bed with it. Those are the pros and cons that go with anything. So, I feel like he's an emotional person, makes critical judgments of thinking it through, and shot himself in the net. And now he's doing interviews, keeps talking. And this won't be the, the end of it. He'll keep talking about Golden State Warriors for the whole whole year. I know it. This is how, he's, it's just how he deals with things. He doesn't let things go. And Golden State Warriors already moved on. They already got their guys. They already got their guys ready. D'Angelo's ready. They're getting their guys ready. They're ready for phase, what, five to six? They've already done already. And Durant, Kevin Durant's going to be sitting there in the wheelchair thinking, what the fuck did I do? I'm on this Brooklyn Nets team. Probably not going to be as the best I used to. And I'm stuck with Kyrie Irving. When Kyrie Irving starts not showing up for practices or he starts talking about his coaching and his teammates or when he's injured, I mean, dude, it's just a hundred things can go wrong at this point. Or when the New York fans start throwing tonking shit. Because this is a Knicks town, not a fucking Nets town. So, like, like Kawhi Leonard. He didn't come to the Clippers for his fucking ego. He was said, he honestly would have been a Laker if it wasn't LeBron. But he didn't come because people cared. He went to the Clippers because, you know what, hey, I'm in L.A., I'm not playing for Lakers, so what? I'm playing for a smart organization, and I'm gonna be fun. I'm gonna be happy. I could care less what people think. Seriously, he's probably the least guy that cares what other people think, and that's what drove his career to a whole other stratosphere. Kawhi jumped over Durant within less than minutes. Seriously, we're talking about Durant all fucking year. 
And now we don't even talk about Durant anymore. Durant's like the third or fourth topic in an NBA t- in an NBA discussion now. Seriously. It's more so LeBron, Kawhi, Anthony Davis. And more so Anthony Davis now since Anthony Davis will be back and he's going to be having one all-star MVP year. So, if I was Durant, you made your bed, deal with it, come back stronger, healthier, and try to prove everybody wrong. It's going to be hard. I mean, the mountain's already built on him already. He has the boulders on his back, but he's going to have to take those off, shrug them off, keep pushing. But, dude, it's going to be really hard, man. You got... Kyrie Irving as a teammate. You got a new organization, new team, new area to live in. I mean, dude, it's going to be hard. Especially in that injury, too. That's a terrible injury to have. So he's going to have to prove to a lot of people that he's still in the top five, top three discussions. Uh, but talking about other people and doing interviews about the past, it ain't going to help you. Confront it and move on. That's all you can do. But. Knowing Durant, he probably won't do that, and he's going to sit there and mope and cry and, you know, fight other people because he's emotionally uh, lost as a person, um, and that's why he's trying to figure this whole thing out. Maybe he realizes he doesn't like basketball. He should probably play some, do something else. Who fucking knows? A lot of a lot of people do it, so. Um, so my conclusion with this rant is Durant, stop doing interviews. I think it's like Chris Haynes who's doing the interviews. And uh, move forward. And that's it. That's all you can do. And you made your bed. Live with it. Stop talking to people on Snapchat and Instagram and writing people back and trying to prove people wrong and all this other shit. Just shut up. Get your shit. Move on. Figure your life out. Maybe this year, him injured, man, is supposed to teach him, you know, to move on. When we all thought Kobe was done, we're like, oh, man, this is it. Kobe's done. Kobe fucking sits there for, what, two, three months? Like, what the hell am I going to do with my after career? This is an eye-opening injury. I need to get my shit together. and got his shit together. Seriously, look at Kobe's muse. Watch that thing from front to back. And that dictates, and within that six months to a year, he figured out what he's going to do after basketball. Because he can't play this thing forever. And one injury, like he just got, can end his whole career. And he doesn't want to be afterthought in anything. And he doesn't want to be poor within a year, like most NBA stars are, right? Kevin Durant needs to do the same thing. Instead of just following what LeBron's doing and what the fans want, he's chopping it up on Instagram and telling people off. Take that energy and move move it to something more productive. And think about what you're going to do after basketball. Because most likely it's going to be shorter than, than most basketball players in your caliber. That is it, guys. I am done for the day. <laughs> I get it off my chest. All right, so that's it. I'm out of here. Um, I'll try to make these a lot better. I'm promising a whole lot better production. I'm looking at some other some stuff to make my podcast a lot cooler. Um, so I promise better production. And uh, I'll see you guys later. See you guys later.